Hey, 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 welcome to day 23 of our Get Up and Go Challenge, our 40-day challenge to get up and go to make a massive change or massive changes in the direction that your life is going for free with me, Sharon Hornelstrom. Now today, I normally want to hop into and talk about the S of the new area of our life, physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, financial relationships or contributions that you decided and to talk about and to work on and go through our SOAP model, our framework for making sure that the change process, the challenge process, how you deal with stuff that comes up in your life, whether it's good things or bad things, you've got a process that is in your subconscious. It's so well ingrained in your beliefs and your systems and how you react to things, you just automatically go through this process. So we're doing it for the fourth time now and I shared yesterday that I'm going to do it for my mental health and well-being. I've already done physical, financial, relationships, and now mental. Now, normally what we do is we talk about the S. The S in our SOAP model stands for the story or the situation that we're telling ourselves. So we're going to add a little twist to this and we're going to talk about that. And you're going to do that as your homework. You're going to look at where you are right now with respect to the area of your life you're looking at. So I will look at where am I mentally right now? Where are my thoughts? Where are my beliefs? And we're going to talk a lot about beliefs today because beliefs are thoughts we think a lot or thoughts that have a significant emotional event attached to them so that they got locked in our subconscious and we're just behaving in ways based on those thoughts and beliefs on autopilot. And we want to kind of unravel that a little bit today. But let's talk first about the S and what we're gonna to continue to do as an undercurrent throughout the rest of the challenge over and over again to make sure that you get it ingrained in your, your toolbox, your repertoire, the things that you can call on to help you get through whatever it is that you need to get through whenever you need to get through it. So where are you now versus where you wanna go? You have to know those two points. So I, I actually couldn't sleep last night. I woke up about 1.30 and was actually doing this as I was laying there because I couldn't fall back asleep. I think it was something I ate for dinner yesterday. I don't know. Anyway, where am I right now and where do I want to be? Kind of like with relationships and, and other areas, I need to make sure that my mental well-being is, is way closer to a 10 than, I guess I rated it a 7 when we did this at the beginning of the challenge. I said, mentally, yeah, I'm a 7. And that's because I've spent the last probably three or three decades for sure on personal development, I'm trying to learn and grow and understand why the heck it is that we do the things we do. Well, at least why the heck it is that I do the things that I do. Because some of the things I've done in my lifetime and in my past, I look at and I'm like, what on earth was I thinking or believing at the time that I made that choice? Because we always make and do what we think is best for us on a conscious and subconscious level at, at any given moment. And it's only when we look back at the past and we're judging how and what we decided in the past with our new fresh eyes of, of experiencing the results of that event that we judge it or we understand it or that we can unravel it. And I'll give you an example of that as we talk about beliefs. But I want you to make sure today that's a foundational thing. You, you look at the area of your life that you said you're gonna focus on, and we're gonna go through the soap model on. I just wanna add a little bit more meat. Since we've already been through it three times, I like to think that you're, you're starting to get it, and you can do that while you also learn a little bit more, and we go a little deeper on that. I hope that that's all right with you. So, mentally, where am I now? Where do I wanna be? Seven, I need to be as close to a nine or 10 as I can be 
and, and is this a lifelong project? Obviously, spent 30 years on it and I am definitely not done yet if it's something that wakes me up in the middle of the night and I'm thinking about, okay, all of these things. And I actually went through an, an exercise in my mind last night to, to get me to go back to sleep that I'll share um, a little bit. I'm not sure if I'll share it as part of this segment through the soap model or through another one, but I'll make sure that I share that activity with you during this, the, the rest of the 40 day challenge because it was really, really powerful. And it was when I was just laying there and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna try this. And that's what happens when you get a lot of these tools in your toolbox, over time, you have resources and things you can call on. So if something's keeping you up at night, guess what? It doesn't have to keep you up all night like it used to when I was younger. I can actually run a process, do a, a trick or something, or, or do a mind thought process game on myself, something from my toolbox to help me deal with what I'm experiencing and, and move on so I can get a good night's sleep. Now, so where am I now? Where do I want to be? What is the story I'm telling myself about my my mental well-being, my mental health, my mindset? Now, if you ask my ex-husband, he thinks I'm bad shit, you know what? He thinks I'm nuts and should have been medicated decades ago. Now, we're divorced for a reason because we don't necessarily agree on some core value things. So, there's that. Now, that reminds us that just because other people think something about us, it's none of our business. We don't care what they think. It doesn't matter. But let's talk about beliefs a little bit. I don't. I think I mentioned last week as part of the relationship um, challenge on an ongoing basis and a continuing basis, I committed to going back to Lynn Grabhorn's book. And this is actually the playbook, which is a workbook that goes along with her book by the same name, the excuse me your life is waiting playbook and as I'm working through this lo and behold just as I decided I'm gonna work on my mindset we start working on and talking in the book about beliefs and about thoughts and about problems and about emotions so this ties perfectly into the mindset section and I actually am stealing an activity for us to do today as part of our homework instead of just writing down our story, who, what, where, when, why, and how, the story that we're telling ourselves about our physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, or whatever area of your life you're working on, instead of just writing that down for our homework, which I, I want you to do that too. Um, and then really thinking about where you are by telling you what's the story I'm telling myself right now, what's the story I want to be telling myself in order to be at the level I want to be for my physical well-being, my mental well-being, my ultimate emotional or financial well-being. But beliefs tie into this. And why I'm saying this is because I want you to know I didn't make this up. I didn't, I didn't make any of this up. I took it right out of this book, the things I'm going to share. Because for a lot of people, this is a total mind-blowing um, couple of statements I'm going to make about beliefs. Now, we all know that there's universal beliefs, right? Beliefs that are generally held uh, by many people. Now, just because many people believe something doesn't mean it's true or at least true for you just because a lot of people believe that human beings are bad so universal truths are what a lot of people believe. human beings are bad politicians are all crooked human beings will always kill people are lazy people are stupid people are whatever those would be universal beliefs now those are beliefs that are commonly held but they may or may not be held by you, but they're just beliefs that are, are, are widely spread and widely believed by a lot of people. Again, just because a lot of people believe it doesn't mean it's true. Remember when people believed the world was flat 
almost everybody, almost everybody but Columbus believed the world was flat and a few others, and that, that would have been a universal belief. Oh, the world's flat, this is just the way it is. And so universal beliefs are things a lot of people believe, but they change over time. As we know more, beliefs are, are either proven to be true or not true. Then there's personal beliefs. We've got universal beliefs on one hand, we have personal beliefs. Personal beliefs are the things that are just about you, just about me. I am ugly, I am too fat, I am smart, I am stupid, I am anything you fill in the blank with after I am. Those would be personal beliefs, beliefs that you just believe about yourself. Universal beliefs would be beliefs you believe about the, you know, the world or the universe or other people or your husband or your kids. All of those are often universal beliefs because a whole lot of people believe them. But the beliefs about yourself, those are your personal beliefs. Those are, and, and we, we need to understand both, right? And we need to know that we can reject both types, right? If I believe that I'm not good enough, that is a belief that is an absolute lie and I can totally choose to reject that. As can you, by the way. So two types of beliefs, but what is it about beliefs that makes them so powerful? Well, I'm gonna actually go to the page, grab my magnifying glass and share it with you word for word so that I don't muck it up. Otherwise I might muck it up. I did write it big so that I could read it, but I can't see it anyway, so I might as well read it. I write it out of the book. So on page eight of this playbook by Lynn Grabhorn, she says, um, beliefs make up our subconscious. Whatever we believe, we live. Whatever we believe, we attract or we repel. If we believe we're not good enough, anytime good tries to come to us, guess what? We're pushing it away, pushing it away. If we believe we deserve a promotion and we wholeheartedly believe it, we're doing things that will attract that promotion to us. If we believe we really don't deserve it and so-and-so deserves it more than us, guess what's going to happen? So-and-so is going to get the promotion because we're going to inadvertently do things to make that person look better and ourselves look not as good or not as qualified. And you don't have to believe this. The cool thing about beliefs, the really interesting about beliefs, just like universal laws, they apply to us whether we believe it or not. Now, if you would have asked me, and, and let's just do a couple things more. And then she says, beliefs create our reality. Now, I've been in many an argument with my ex-husband and other people about beliefs and expectations and whether they actually impact us and what we create in our life or not. And I will say, I believe, and I live in, in alignment with Lynn Grabhorn on, if we believe a thing, the effect will follow no matter what. And I have a huge personal example that will, I will share in a minute and back that up. If we believe a thing, we will experience what we believe. And until we can control our beliefs, they will control us. Now, I'm gonna share a, a quick story. Uh, when I was I was running several businesses, I was married to my husband, uh, had two teenagers, one that had just gone to college, one who was a challenging teenager. I was involved in a business with a very uh, unethical, immoral, horrible business partner because sometimes we make the wrong choice in the people that we align ourselves with and, and that's a huge lesson that we learn. And we, he had gotten us in a lawsuit with the municipality we live in and the neighbors were ganging up on, on what I felt like was me. It was really him, but they, it felt like it was me because I was, you know, part owner and, and tied to this business personally in name and in, in everything. And 
I, at that same time, found out that my husband had a girlfriend. Now, I don't know about you, but my belief system is that my husband shouldn't have a girlfriend when I'm married to him and he's living with me. So that was a moral mix and, and a moral miss for me. So all of this stuff was happening simultaneously. Lawsuit, ex-husband, business challenges, really bad business partner, you know, normal teenage angst and teenage challenges and love life stuff and the issues. And I wasn't taking care of myself physically at all. I wasn't sleeping. I was definitely not eating right. I was living on diet soda and coffee and then maybe a bag of jalapeno chips before sometime during the day or before I went to bed. And everything in every area of my life was collapsing in. And it wasn't until after I had a sudden cardiac arrest and died that I did any of this work, that I, I did the work to, to figure out what the hell happened to me and how could this happen. Because in my conscious mind, I had never even heard of a sudden cardiac arrest. And because of the, <laughs> the event, statistically I should be not here talking to you. I shouldn't have survived that event. There's no reason I should have survived that event except a whole lot of circumstances aligned perfectly that I was I was saved and I was I was brought back to life and you know it was the first police car ICD or not it's not an ICD a, a cardiac defibrillator that they'd ever use in a police car and it, it saved my life so they were all excited about that <laughs> yeah I got an award for for surviving because the the ice the cardiac device worked and, and that was awesome the people that came together and saved me they definitely saved my life and I'm here because of their quick action and because of the things that they did. You know, the bartender gave me CPR that I wasn't hanging out in a bar, I was cutting through a bar just to put that out there. But overall, I didn't understand what had happened to me. When I woke up in the hospital a week later after being in a coma and frozen, I, I didn't know what happened to me. So I went on a journey to find out what the heck happened. And then part of that was I discovered these things. What you believe, what you think about, you create in your life, whether you believe it or not. And I'm a prime example of that because uh, for a couple of weeks up to my sudden cardiac arrest, and it was only a couple of weeks, it was, it was maybe three or four weeks every day. And I'm sure hundreds and hundreds, if not thousands of times a day, something would happen. And in my brain, I didn't ever say it, I never said it out loud, but in my brain over and over again, I was saying, I can't handle this. This is too much. This is one more thing in my little red wagon. I can't take it. I don't know what to do. Things like that over and over again, all day, every day. No matter what happened, I had a you know a stoic face on. I was dealing with situations, but on a subconscious level, in my in my head, all the chatter and all the talk was, I can't take this. I can't take this. I can't take this. I can't do one more thing. I don't know what to do. Those things over and over again, up to and including the point where walked out of a city council meeting, cut through the upstairs of my business to go downstairs and drop dead on the floor. So I became an avid believer in the power of our thoughts and the power of our beliefs to impact every area and aspect of our life up to and including not having our life anymore. So it doesn't matter if you believe that or not. It didn't matter if I believed it or not because it actually happened to me. So beliefs are very important, right? A lot of times we don't know where they came from and we're not going to explore where they came from because that's like a, a, a course in and of itself and, and what to do with it and how to overcome the beliefs. But what I would like you to do for an exercise today is go ahead and on a piece of paper, just take a piece of paper and obviously I'm thinking since I'm using a notebook like this to do the, the workbook, 
with the book, I I just divided it in half. But on one side, I want you to list, just list off some of your beliefs. List off your beliefs. You know, I'm not good enough. I'm too old. I'm too young. I'm, I don't have enough education. I never went to college. Whatever your beliefs are, and make them about the area of the aspect of your life that you're talking about, or some of those universal things, right? But, but don't try to do all your beliefs about all the areas and aspects of your life. What you'll find is you do it and you break it down for different areas of your life, and I, I recently did this, you'll see the same beliefs uh, coming up in more than one category, if they're related. So if I say, I'm terrible at relationships, that's gonna come up in my business, it's gonna, my financial, it's gonna come up in my physical, it's gonna come up probably in my mental and emotional, and my, well, probably contribution and relationships. It's probably gonna come up in, in six or seven of the seven, right? Probably spiritual as well. So just don't make it a huge process, but just map out a couple of your beliefs, you know, some of your beliefs about, I'm gonna do my beliefs about my mental capacity, my thinking, my beliefs, and my, my you know, thoughts. And then in the next column, ask yourself, but go through a list of beliefs first and then come back and in the next column, next to it, ask, what problem does this cause? So if I believe I'm not good enough, what problem or problems does that cause? If I believe I'm too fat, what problems or problem does that cause? And just do that as an exercise. Today, just share, uh, what do we wanna share? I want you to do this exercise. Spend 10 minutes. It won't take a long time to do this because what we're looking for is something we'll talk about tomorrow or the next day. Uh, we're looking for triggers and patterns and uh, things and how, because this, over the four days of soap, what I'll do, we'll go through the soap model and we'll apply it to the area of our life that we're working on, but we'll also do some other things to go deep on mindset and thoughts and, and what we can do about them because I don't want to just leave you hanging and say, Oh yeah, here's the belief, here's the problem it causes, good luck with that. That would be terrible. So, today, beliefs. Stick with, per I guess, do some universal ones and do some, some personal ones too. Like, what do I universally believe about mental health? Maybe I believe that all people are crazy. Maybe I believe all business owners are crazy. Maybe I believe all, mm, I can't even think of any, I'll have to think of some. Or maybe you believe people are evil. Maybe you believe people are, are, are basically good I don't know. Share a couple universal ones and then share, and not share, just do some universal ones and then also do some personal ones. I am blank. I am blank. And then on the other side of that, what problem does that create and cause for you in your life right now? Or is it or has it caused you in, in the past? Because sometimes we'll look at beliefs that we used to believe and we saw clearly the problem that it was causing in our life and we realized that Continuing to believe that and dealing with the problem that is created in our life is worse than giving up our attachment to that belief. Love to know what your questions are about this. Go ahead, share in the comments below. Share in the comments today just, you know, uh, a, a sentence or two about your story, where you are, and where you want to go. And it doesn't have to be details, just where you are in the area that you're working on and where you want to go. One sentence. You can do that in one sentence. But do that exercise, you know, who, what, where, when, why of where I am right now with my mental capability, who, what, where, when, why, and how do I want to be in the future. So we have where we are versus the vision of where we want to go. We want to create those things for our S, for our story, our situation. And then we also want to start to, to look at our beliefs because that will be some of the most powerful, eye-opening, life-changing, and transformational 
things that you'll ever experience is when we look at our beliefs, guess what? What we look at changes, and there's scientific evidence to that. So we're gonna look at our beliefs, because that means if we look at them, we can actually change them and create what we wanna create in our lives. All right, that's it. Have an amazing day, and I will, of course, be with you tomorrow.